Hey, y'all. It's the Hoops Talk. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. Since this is our last episode of the season, of the of 2020, I should say, not the season, um, we wanted to do a quick year in review. So I'm just going to be, we're, we don't have everything, okay? I'll tell you right now, I right. Google searched as much as I could possibly do while I was we're trying about to watch what Wonder we Woman. Exactly. If, if this, if something is on the list that you agree with, cool. If something is not on the list that you wanted us to mention, too bad. Deal so with deal with it. This is what we have. Um, and we'll go from there. Um, okay. So really, I think for this year, sports year review is really about the athlete's advocacy and the bubbles, because that is really like some stuff that stuck out with the themes going, um, going on in sports for this year. So, well, first off, Kobe Bryant, Gigi Bryant, I mean, their deaths and the deaths of the other people in that helicopter. Wow. Like you, Kendall, were flying into Florida to be at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I just I'm, was in Miami, actually. I'm flying into DC and for work, and it just my phone is blowing up. I'm crying watching ESPN on the little uh, era tele, um, television in the plane. It was just inconceivable. I thought it was a joke. I it kicked off it. the whole mood for the year. Pretty much. It was not. It was beyond sports. That moment was beyond sports. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was on a flight with just a bunch of L.A. people who work in sports. Pretty much the entire flight was full of them because we were all going to the Super Bowl. And we all got to luggage, the luggage claim at the exact same time. And it was like crickets. Yeah. The ability to process that was so (laughs) – it was was almost undoable like to process what had happened. Well, there were so many rumors. Yeah. You remember it was like Rick Fox was on the helicopter. <laughs> right? All, right, all right. four of his kids were on the helicopter. He was the only one on the helicopter. There were nine people on the helicopter. It was just like, what? Like, can we just like get, yeah. stop trying to be first and be right? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> There's yeah. so much misinformation happening. There was so much. And I think that was also like one of the, We've had so many moments in this year that have become learning factors for every for life, right? Like the fact that you don't have to be first, you need to be right. Mm-hmm. And it, we've just had so many things shake our foundation. And this was definitely one of those, especially as us women in sports that cover these types of things and just having to process it and then also how to speak on it and how to, you know, understand the gravity and at the same time the the complexities and Vanessa and and her other children and what they're processing and just seeing her, you know, we follow her on Instagram and how she's processing it with her family. My heart breaks every day when, you know, she posts these lovely things and I'm just thinking like, man, you know, my husband has like, he's had a um, little bit of a cold, a little like little flu and he's been sleeping in the second bedroom and that to me is like 
oh, I hate not having him in the bed with me. And I know he's down the hall, right? So just imagine that that's the reality for her and all, everyone who's lost this year, so much lost this year. Um, but man, that one, it just, it's, we, we still feel it. Time stopped. Yeah. Time stopped literally. Yeah. Honestly. It's so weird. It was, it was, and it, I just, and I also felt like I just want to ingest as much information about it so that I can make it real. Cause it was still like so abstract and I'm like, so processing and I'm like, wait, there has to be something wrong here. Am I, what am I not missing? And I know that um, Karen and I had a show. She came into LA and we had a show at the studio together. Um, and that was rough. Yeah. It was really, really rough. And we were like trying to process all of it and just, well, and it, and it was like, it wasn't just that we lost Kobe. Obviously, that's horrendous. But it was like, we lost an advocate for women's sports, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. the WNBA got their biggest advocate who sported the orange hoodie before it was even a thing. Yeah. A trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We lost yeah. him, lost the next big star <laughs> that was going to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, like Everything just took a hit. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, we, not only that, but like he was just trying to be like, he just wanted to be a dad and like yeah. be at all their games and was doing like won an Oscar, like all of this creativity, everything was just like, bam, gone. snap, just gone like that, like in the night, boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are, we are missing vital uh, energy with their with them being gone in this world of how we could advance in mm-hmm. in sports and in creativity and in advocacy and it is very much felt and we are missing uh an, a ha- another half of a of a of a man's life who was really going to show like what it is to be a girl dad and a dad and an advocate and his daughter who yeah, very much so was destined to be the next big thing. So that was rough. That was the start, ladies. That was the start of 2020. Just in January. Hard. Wow. Beautiful. Hard. <laughs> yeah. So whew, there's pl- There's more to talk about, but um, yeah, that was the first one. Uh, another big one, COVID, 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 COVID. That hit and that was bizarro. And we were, we did podcasts in the studio up until like the, what, the 25th. I go, I went to London in March and when I came back, we were like, what are we going to do? How do we, how do we continue this? Um, you know, and there was talks, other, uh, other podcasts were going to continue to go in the studio, but we were just like, no, we can't. I mean, I wasn't going to chance it and we didn't have enough information because of course there was no national plan. Of course there was, I mean, we had an administration that is just, just completely deplorable. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that happened and we started podcasting via zoom. So we were zooming. That was, we still zooming. We still zooming. We'll still be zooming. Um, (laughs) But that was just something, you know, we re we learned the whole process, which was kind of awesome. You know, so some good ca- came from also that horrible, the horrible, horrible, horrible pandemic. Um, we also had the bubbles, starting with the WNBA, you know, playing in Florida and the bubble. And then NBA followed suit with their own bubble. And the fact that 
both bubbles were completely black and white from one another, shall we say? Mm. <laughs> one had a little bit more money spent than the other. I just say the WNBA looked like they were in army barracks and the NBA looked like they were at a resort. <laughs> <laughs> so it's no detected the disparities <laughs> were glaring um you know which hey like if you didn't think if you know if you thought we were ex- people were exaggerating no they were not exaggerating um the WNBA again like this year to me like WNBA uh, you know people of the year because they dedicated their season to Brianna Taylor and the say her name to raise awareness for black female victims of police violence. The, all of them together. That was what was so amazing also is just that, you know, every individual, I think, you know, like we talked about Kyrie earlier and stuff like that, and they all have their own distinct personalities, which is great. We want to have those narratives. But when you talk about these causes and you see oh, this giant body of women all in step with one another, all communicating and all like saying like, we're going to make these decisions together and we're going to act together and we're going to react together. It was just so powerful to see that coming together. Um, I mean, it is legend and I think it's like the blueprint for how these types of, um, uh, you know, events of advocacy should be happening. And you had the uh, national women's soccer league who also start, they started their league before the WNBA mm-hmm. taking the knee and wearing the Black Lives Matter t-shirt, so. But like the WNBA didn't just do, they didn't like go into it and they're like, okay, we're gonna kneel before every game and during, you know, every post-game interview, we're gonna talk about X, Y, and Z, right? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. they like went with what was happening. They flowed with like, after the Kelly Loeffler stuff, like they all got together to, to wear the vote Warnock shirts Mm -hmm. you know they all made those shirts with the bullet holes in the back of them yeah um they i mean like they were just like cons on it constantly yeah yeah they stuck to their message yeah at the beginning but then as things changed they still were able to adapt and like well even when even when uh the bucks protested by not playing that game um you know, the WNBA was reacted immediately. They were like, okay, what's happening there? There was a lot of confusion in the NBA. Yeah. But not with the WNBA. No, they, they were, were like, like, yeah, we're with you. Bye. Yeah. We're not going to play. Exactly. They're like, okay, what's happening here? Let's all chat. Let's see what's happening. This is what we're going to do. Here's our statement. Boom. Done. Yeah. There was you know? no like, oh, we're so angry that they didn't tell us. Yeah. That they were just they like. Didn't, they didn't focus on that. Yeah. They they focused on like what was being what like you said what was happening and then how they were going to message, and and being uh you know advocates as well as like in, uh partnership. Yeah. So it was just oh they my god. And they don't get enough credit. They don't. I'm sick and tired of the NBA getting all the credit for it because WNBA was light years ahead. Bullshit. Of what the NBA did yeah, light years. Every women's sport. Even the W in the NWSL. Yeah. Everybody. I get yeah. it. Like LeBron and them, they did, they did do their stuff, but like you can't even come close to what the WNBA did. So. Right. Has been yeah. doing. Has mm-hmm. been doing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Well, see, like what I, my, my 
I'm so what I'm so impressed with is how they're able to mobilize a large group of athletes to all be on message quickly, succinctly, and together. Like, do you know how hard I manage a team of five people and I, sometimes I wanted to throw them off of a bridge. <laughs> I'm like, I literally thought we all had the agreement. I saw everyone shake their heads, you know? <laughs> and, and you and know, not, not only that, but like how many NBA players opted out yep. of their season? We had Maya Moore, Mm-hmm. who yeah it's been she's been out for a couple of years but exactly. finally got that guy out of prison renee and married him and married him. renee montgomery opted out and she's been you know working and trying to get people to vote and everything like all of these women opted out yeah natasha cloud natasha she cloud yeah. yeah that was that was the other one i can think of a lit uh, you know mm-hmm. like just all these people opted out that they don't have those NBA contracts to, no. to be, you know, supporting them, but yeah. they did it anyways. You didn't have, I don't think you have one NBA player that opted out. It, it wasn't was, for like COVID reasons. You know what I mean? Well, I think Kyrie was one. I will give Kyrie credit. I think Kyrie he, did. Yeah. Yeah. He opted, and then he paid for the salaries. So, you know, he did a lot with that and, you know, it's definitely commendable, but yeah, you're right. There wasn't, they didn't do it with that in mind. Right. That wasn't, you know, they ha- made decisions that they wanted to put their energies towards the advocacy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and what was awesome is that they were being met still with the same energy with the people that were playing to, you know, support the advocacy and, and do it in a very public way. I mean, they got more national games this season, with the WNBA, and they were just like, yeah, that, you know even better because we're not we're gonna do what we're gonna do well and viewership was up what almost 70 percent versus the nba which was down isn't it weird though that when you actually show the games people watch them and your viewership goes up Hmm. (laughs) funny how that works isn't it (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. so weird so weird (laughs) Uh, yeah i did have them wearing uh the vote warnock Tease to raise awareness. Let's let's remember that Loeffler is a garbage human being. I want that to be known. We've stated this several times. Who spoke against uh, BLM? Who is a total Trumpster and made profits off of the pandemic? Okay, so yeah. fuck that in, bitch. In exactly found Thank a you. loophole to pay for a private plane <laughs> off your money, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Just letting you know that. Yeah, yeah, she's a she's an awful, disgusting person, and she's yeah, an absolutely. She's disgu- and how she was trying to, you know, um, oh, never mind. I blanked. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know she was trying to say Warnock was like anti-Semitic um, or Islamic, and then mm. <laughs> or something, and a bunch of Jewish people recorded videos of themselves being like, oh, "Hold up, yeah. <laughs> hold my beer, yeah. this bitch." <laughs> And they showed all these pictures that she's taken with anti-Semitic, uh, radical, right-wing, garbage yeah. human beings. Oh, boy. Assholes. Oh, my God. I was like, bitch, you act like you're invincible? Like, oh, my we, Lord. There's still a giant vote that needs to happen uh, in January. So, you know, look, get out that vote. There's still people advocating for that oh, vote. People that fucking moved to georgia yes. <laughs> so they could register vote to vote ass out vote the yeah. other dude out too yeah purdue 
Purdue. Fuck him. Yeah. John Ossoff. Ossoff and, and uh, Warnock. Reverend yeah. Warnock, please. Thank you. So they, again, the WNBA, they brought awareness. Think about that. That is not a presidential race or vice presidential race, which gets so much national attention. Right. This is a Senate race in Georgia. Yeah. I don't know anyone living in Georgia right now. I don't either. Didn't after they wear those shirts, didn't he get like $250,000 in donations or something? Yep. His, he skyrocketed as he should with people like the awareness. I mean, the, the political implications that the WNBA has created with their movements is legendary and should be put in the history books and should be taught in schools because that is, you know, we talk about a lot of what happened during the civil rights movement. This is it. This is our, this is our time right now. And that's what's being done. So, you know what, we got some legends right now. Give them their roses. Now I'm going to, I'm going to say something controversial because we like Stewie, but for her to be the face of. I can't with that. Social justice for the WNBA. (sighs) Yeah, that was not great. Not a good look. Not a, I mean. Not a good look at all. I mean, like uh, the, how the handful of players that opted out. (laughs) (laughs) You think? Maya Moore, who's been doing this for literally like two or three years yeah. now. I mean, <laughs> I don't really know what was going through their head. And I, I think people are just exhausted because it should have gotten a lot more backlash than it did. But also it's her, right? It's Brianna Stewart. So you're like, okay, people like her. But at the same time, it's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Am I not watching the same things that you're watching? Yeah, I mean that was a bit. We're not. Step. I think that's what it is. We're yeah. not. Whoever wrote that, whoever they're not was sitting at the table. We're not watching the same. Yeah, thing. they're not. They're not watching the same thing. I mean, we we need to have more people accountable for writing that kind of shit than just putting it out. Like the whole opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal about Doctor Biden should remove the oh, doctor geez. because you can't do open heart surgery. It's like fool. Have you? Do you know, or do you live in this world? Yeah. Do you live Where's in the fucking academia? <laughs> <laughs> it's academia, fool. Like, you know, wha- oh my God, that still burns me up. I know it was my hoops off last week or last episode. Um, so yeah, so we did have, um, we did have uh, them for the um, vote war knock, but also voting in general. I want to give shots out to, yes, LeBron did have more more than a vote. But Kendall's Yahoo initiative, the voting playbook. What? Yes. yes. Do you have more like interesting, not necessarily stats, but like big things that were just huge wins as this like rolled out and, you know, wrapped up? Um, well, we ended up with a total of like almost 5 million video views, which wow. I know it doesn't sound like a ton, but if you're you know, if you're from Texas, you're obviously not going to be watching the Massachusetts videos. So right. you added up. Yeah. Think of it like that. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty big win. Um, the majority of the talent we had all shared multiple, multiple times mm-hmm. all across their platforms. Um, yeah. We just had some really cool people. I, I think one of my favorite um, 
guests was well all, all of them were really cool mm-hmm. but I got to sit with Ashlyn Harris from the oh yeah the national team and yeah. once we were done with the interview me and her just like sat on zoom and talked for like an additional 10-15 minutes oh, and she was super cool like I I recorded the whole thing I have that recorded uh, <laughs> but yeah she was really cool she was you know just talking about how her family is um, very republican and mm, you know interesting being um, being gay and you know her family being very Trumpy and she's obviously mm. not Trumpy and yeah, you know yeah, it yeah. was it was a good conversation interesting wow yeah. so interesting well that was really cool and I, you know like shout out to the Hoopstock podcast yeah that's us because we tried to have vote voting was huge for us this uh, year and we tried to have as many guests as we could um, to time it so that they could talk about voting and, and voting initiatives and how to vote and voting misconceptions and registering to vote. We did like a bunch of pushes for that um, as much as we can, you know, like whatever platform you have, big or small, if use it, you know, and I think that's what we, we were like, you know what, it doesn't matter you know, how many downloads or whatever, what matters is that we are speaking on it and we want to advocate for voting, voting with registering to vote. I mean, the biggest turnout for voting in a, in a year for the presidential and vice presidential vote was this year during a fucking pandemic. Okay. A fucking pandemic. That's not fake news. Really hated the dude in office, huh? And not mm-hmm. having any kind of electronic voting. And but cra- you know what cracks me up is everybody keeps saying like, oh, he's never going to leave and how are you going to get him out? I'm like, I can think of a million ways to get that fool out. Oh, well, I'll, we'll take him out. The three yeah. of us. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no My problem. Grown, you know, <laughs> I will ready. snatch a wig. <laughs> I honestly, I will pay big money to watch Secret Service. Pay-per-view. <laughs> freaking hoist his, it's going to take like 17 of them to hoist his fat ass out of there. But I will pay <laughs> money to watch it happen. <laughs> oh, are you? Yes. Yeah. No, I want him kicking and screaming. And mm-hmm. then Dr. Fauci comes with a sedative. <laughs> Slash vaccine. It's just bleach, actually. <laughs> Fabuloso. Make him drink that. Comment. I cannot wait. I am like, I trust me, you will find, there's plenty ways, plenty of ways. Don't you worry a little head about it. You're going to be out. That's going to be the real New Year's, not yeah. the first, the 20th. That's true. <laughs> I just two, hope yeah. Biden's got some hand like he's got to get that yeah. whole spot just yeah. completely sanitized because you know there's yeah. crusty old farts in the all those oh, chairs. Oh, yeah, he's got to come in. Grease <laughs> they underneath. They got to do like uh, when ET was in that house and they put all the plastic. Oh like, yeah. Oh no! It's like I said, Fabuloso cool. needs to fucking sponsor oh, yeah. that. Oh it's yeah. Just gonna, it's gonna be crusty in there. It's just, uh, oh, it's so gross. Not only from him, but like all the people he allowed in there. Jesus Christ. And then for those pricks to come running in line for their fucking vaccine when they didn't believe in it. Oh, yes. Spreading that shit like mono in Bandcamp. Uh Uh-uh. 
Yeah, there's yeah. like a senator or not a senator. She she was like a representative. I forget. I saw it on Instagram, but basically she was first in line to get the vaccination and then they just roasted her in the comments. They're like, wait a minute, you called this whole thing a hoax. You were telling mm-hmm. people not to wear a mask and social distance, all this stuff. And now you're first in line to get the vaccine. Yeah. What are you getting a vaccine for for something that doesn't exist? Uh, yeah, bitch. I mean, well, it it's is. Like that give her Matt, bleach. That right. Matt Gates, you know, oh. that big old like QAnon conspiracy theory. Very much so. There's just video of him at like some holiday party in this tiny room doing karaoke, not a single mask uh, in mm-hmm. and like he's next up in line to get the vaccine. He should not be allowed it. I'm no. just going to tell you that right now. He should not be allowed nope. to nope. get that. I think anybody, oh, I'm going to say the name right here of this, this woman. Uh, her name is Senator Joni Ernst. Yeah. So if anybody wants to know, uh, Senator Joni Ernst, who all along, she's from Iowa. All She's a senator from Iowa. All along, she has called it a hoax. Uh, she has sided with Trumpiness and has not done uh, any of the protocols. And right there, she is first in line getting her vaccination. So there you go, oh. folks. There you go. Sorry, that kind of took a left turn. But it's okay, but we could go back to basketball real quick. Didn't Adam Silver say that, um, no, if offered to us, we're not going to take the vaccine. Yeah. That, that needs to go to frontline essential people. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? You could just not play basketball for a little bit. If that you, too. You know, while you're waiting. Like, or go back to the bubble, you know? <sighs> you don't, like, I don't understand. If you are not following the guidelines then why should you be first in line to get not that they're not but still it's like they're doing something kind of dangerous yep great um let's see whatever oh also i wanted to say for the year in review we did have the forever fan freer pick oh my god i can't believe that was that yeah yep this year that was this year we did the pick this year we had marcy marshall in the house to mm-hmm. also um, bring you on to her team. I don't think you picked that time around, but she was yeah. definitely an advocate. Oh, for and she, was, she was sneaking, she was sneaking gifts your way. I mean, ooh. I mean, it was full court press for sure. She was triangle D all in that rip city. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, the Lakers won their 17th uh, championship. So yeah, I'm going to, Boop, boop, boop for them. Um, and then the Seattle Storm won their fourth WNBA championship, and Brianna Stewart was named uh, Finals MVP. There's a lot of things in this year that I haven't perhaps covered, nor to your liking or expectations, but that is what it is, and we don't have that much long on our podcast, and I don't even think you probably listened this long, so be happy with what you have. Um, before we move on to our next segment, though, I do want we – do want to give a special thank you to the 26 plus guests that came onto our show during the craziest, craziest year, at least of my life. I mean, actually, I don't know if it's the craziest. I mean, it's pretty crazy, but I've had some crazy years. 
<laughs> I've hit rock bottom a couple times, people, okay? Um, but this has definitely been um, challenging from a sober perspective. <laughs> um, so I, I want to thank everybody. We want to thank everybody that's come um, onto the show. If I forget names, I'm sorry, but here are some of our guests that we just want to thank. We want to thank Ana Sheila, the co-host of Tam- Tamarindo Podcast, Heather Terman, writer, actor, and comedian, Zach Dresler, um, also in our fantasy league, uh, 23 Ways to Make Them Pay, uh, writer, actor, and comedian, Heidi Bush, who was an author and relationship expert, the, the cupcake. Um, great. That was a, that was a, a great show, but also sad because it was when our, we did our memorial, but it was nice having her on. Thank you for for coming on the show. Um, Marcy Marshall, Rip City Baby. That was the last time in the studio. Um, RJ White, CEO owner of the Vipers Pro Men's Basketball Team. Liz Loza, NFL Fantasy Sports Analyst for Yahoo Sports. Emily Nelson, PhD student at University of Hawaii, who talked about Cuban women's role in baseball. Um, Kristen Peak, our NBA analyst for Yahoo Sports, who came on twice. The second time, she talked about the rookies before the draft, which was awesome. That was in September. Jordan Danbury, 2019-20 Mississippi State women's basketball guard. Jasmine Baker, who is like the culturista of basketball, let's be honest. She's a journalist and sports culturalist. Marisol Castro, my heart, my soul, Marisol. Uh, New York Mets PA announcer and broadcast journalist. Kia Clark, now CEO. She was COO when she was on. She's now CEO of the WNBA New York Liberty. Kelsey Trainer, producer, sports writer, and lawyer. Ari Chambers, who's social and talent sensation for Bleacher Report and House of Highlights and Highlight Her and model in beauty and muse and iconic woman. Uh, Antonio Williams, our brother in basketball, sports analyst, journalist, and host of the Sports Connect. Tavi Kodiak, writer for the DodgerYard.com and baseball guru who talked about how we need to change pronouns in baseball um, guidelines and rules, which was a super interesting conversation. Uh, Josiah Johnson, the return of the king, writer, director, producer, and king of NBA Twitter. Rachel Rotten, um, Rachel Johnston is her full name. She's the LA Roller Derby League roller skater for Angel City Derby. And Philip Brown, former international pro basketball player and youth basketball trainer for the Los Angeles Clippers. And he's part of Courtside, which is another podcast show on our network. Um, Pepper Persley. Oh my, 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 my. What a gem. What a jewel. What a wonderful, wonderful young woman. Sports analyst and journalist. She is the future. Jackie Pepper, who is running for some sort of role in democracy. Delegate, as always, Democratic delegate. Um, I'm no longer in her district, but if you are in California, District 50, I believe, get out the vote for her. She's also a sports video producer for Yahoo Sports and a grassroots political activist. Kristen Bry, the founder and creator of As Goes Wisconsin. Jamie Motram, president of Breaking Tea, which the ladies are wearing their t-shirts today. Elsa Collins, founding member of I Am Voter. This is about humanity and newly organized She Sip With It and a million other organizations. Plus she makes, she's all over the place. Plus she makes like an incredible Dutch pancake, which I see her making um, 
pretty much Ooh. every weekend for her kids, which is delicious. Looking, uh, LaShonda Martin, founder of the sports sorority, and Mia Wright, the president of the National Basketball Wives Association. And last but not least, Nicole Stipp, who's co-owner of Matson and Gilman and Trouble Bar in Kentucky, who was with us to do a virtual whiskey tour. So I don't know, but that's a lot. Wow, what a lineup. <laughs> that's a lot. That happened this year. <laughs> and we thought we were just sitting on our asses. <laughs> I know. <laughs> every, it's like my memory is wiped every time we do another episode. I'm like, oh, God, yeah, we're going to do another episode. It's like, no, bitch, you did a lot. <laughs> we have done a lot and so grateful to every single person who spent time with us over this crazy 2020. Yep. I hope we get some more people in 2021. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Well, I know. I'll get started on that guest list. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, just reading this is already has me exhausted. Um, but yeah, thank you to everybody who shared space with us um, for the show and told us about their journey or advocacy or voting or basketball or whatever we loved having it and thank you to all the fans friends family for supporting us and listening to us and uh hopefully you guys liked it tell us i'm sure you won't but you know what was one of your faves um if you have one i don't want to name a favorite because tell us in your reviews on app stores or spotify and uh Mm -hmm. make it five stars even if your reviews kind of whatever (laughs) and then karen will send you a box (laughs) you're gonna get a new shiny iridescent (laughs) stock sticker from (laughs) this Well, you know, at least I have plenty of boxes because of my move, so I can ship it out. <laughs> put, put shit in it and I'll ship it out. Um, so yeah, so that it was our uh, year in review. Um, and with that, we are ending the final episode of 2020 for the Hoops Talk. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, we are just so like deeply in our emotions about you know ending this year and everybody listening and supporting us Uh, make sure to subscribe and review us on wherever you listen to us Um, you can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram we're at the Hoops Talking on Instagram and Hoops Talk Pod on Twitter we are sometimes on YouTube when I can download a file big enough and edit it then we will be there again Um, we use our TikTok to see other things so every once in a while I might throw something up there but normally uh, it's just for us to be uh, creepers and um, yeah, I, 2021, I graciously and humbly invite you into our new home <laughs> onto this planet and yes. blessings onto this podcast because we're going to be chill. <laughs> we want to make it cozy and comfortable for you so you can have mercy on us. We don't need it. Um, yeah, but ladies, until then, how do we want to keep it? want to keep it sweaty and sweaty. Woo-woo. we out <laughs>